Welcome. Hi, I'm Chris Hemsworth. No, wait, sorry. I'm Ethan Sachs, writer of Star Wars Bounty Hunters. I'm Adam Christopher, author of Shadow of the Sith. My name is George Mann, and I'm the writer of Star Wars The High Republic. This is Kevin Shinnick, writer of Star Wars Force Collector. I'm Kevin Scott, one of the story architects of Star Wars The High Republic. And you are listening. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to Star Wars Comics in Canon. The Force is strong with this one. Hello, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this review of Christy Golden's Dark Disciple book. I go through the plot details and give my general thoughts on the novel. Now, I must note this was originally recorded for my Patreon, which is where I release bonus content and things for anyone who's willing to support the show for as little as £1 a month. And it was recorded in 2022. So it's quite a while ago now. And I must note what I'm about to say does spoil the events of the book itself, but also the Bad Batch Season 3 trailer. So I'm just going to give you that warning here. In essence, in this book, Spoiler alert, Asajj Ventress dies. However, the Bad Batch Series 3 is set after the Clone Wars, and in that trailer, we got to see Asajj Ventress alive and well. And the showrunners and various people in Star Wars have said that they are not ignoring the events of Dark Disciple, they are following them. So although the Dark Disciple novel is loosely going to be kind of retconned, the events are still going to have existed in canon, it's just the very last bit that happens, which is Asajj Ventress dying, Obviously, there's going to be some sort of MacGuffin of how she survives. Maybe it's Night Sister Magic or something along those lines. But the end of this review, I obviously said Asajj Ventress had died. And until literally a week ago, everyone assumed that was the case. And so with recent events, obviously, that is no longer the case. So I want to add that in here at the start. But also I want to note here that this review was recorded in my car while I was driving somewhere. So the audio quality is not as clear as you can hear me right now. But I've cleaned it up and it still sounds good. You can still hear what I was saying. So just I really hope you enjoy that. Just keep that in mind. But I think that's all there is to say here. I just want to elaborate on that because it'd be weird releasing a Dark Disciple book review mentioning Asajj Ventress and not mentioning any of the stuff that's been buzzing around the Star Wars socials at the moment. So I want to add that in there. I hope you enjoy this review. And also, I am currently doing a monthly episode of Clone Wars Conversations. That's where myself, Math, Dave, and occasionally Megan are going to be talking about episodes of the Clone Wars animated series. Last year, we did Rebels Reviewed. We went through every episode of Star Wars Rebels, and so there are five episodes out for that. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can find that. If it's on YouTube, youtube.com slash genuinechitschats, or on the podcast feeds of Comics in Motion or Star Wars Comics in Canon, you will be able to find those things. And so every month of 2024 we're going to be releasing an episode of clone wars conversations episode one has already been released so we tackled all of season one in one big go and then in the future episodes we are splitting the seasons in half so we're due to record in a couple weeks for clone wars conversations season two part one that's going to be the first 11 episodes of the clone Wars season two and then in march it'll be episodes 12 to 22 and then so on and so forth so please check that out. If you haven't caught all the Clone Wars stuff, it's still a really great listen because we talk about some of our favourite moments, some of the important things that happen in the show, and generally how the show is going, as well as talking about like best episodes and things that you could kind of miss. So it's great to listen along if you are watching the Clone Wars doing a big rewatch like we are, or if you just want a refresher, or if you've never even seen the Clone Wars, it's great. But I would recommend watching the Clone Wars animated series because it is fantastic. I think I say in this episode that you can basically skip almost all of season one. After rewatching season one, I pretty much agree you can skip the majority of season one but from season two onwards i would recommend watching all of the episodes especially those later seasons are fantastic but that's enough waffle from me my friends thank you so much for listening as always i hope you enjoyed this review and i'll not be back at the end so when this episode finishes it will just finish but keep your eye out on the feed because i've got a phasma book review due for release next week which is delilah s dawson and then 
following that, I'm going to do an Eye of Darkness review. And then also there's going to be the Clone Wars conversations and a few other bits and pieces as well. So thank you for tuning in as always, and I'll speak to you very soon. Hello there and welcome to Star Wars Comics in Canon, your guide to the wider Star Wars canon through the comic book lens. And to take you on this journey, I'm your host, Mike Burton. Now, Dark Disciple is based off unfinished episodes of The Clone Wars. So people may realise that there's the animated series The Clone Wars, and I say to people to skip most of Series 1, because it's not that amazing. If you are listening to this and you haven't watched Clone Wars, skip all of Series 1, apart from the episode Rookies, which I think is episode 5. Uh, Lair of Grievous is a good episode, and the one before it's pretty good. Uh, and then there's also the last four episodes so there's like three or four episodes about Ryloth and then the last episode's worth a watch I think they're most of the good ones in that uh, series but anyway so with uh, Clone Wars series one two three four five got made as standard then the show got cancelled so they released series six which is called The Lost Missions which is only about half the length and that's an excellent series to be fair and then obviously it finished, I think, 2013-ish, and then only last year did Series 7 get made, uh, several years later, and that was like the finale of Clone Wars, and now they've done Bad Batch, which is not really Clone Wars episode, there was, you know, bits and pieces kind of connected to what was going to be used for Clone Wars, but most of the Clone Wars episodes that didn't get made, that would have been in Series 6, and would have been in Series 7 before the new Series 7 got made... A lot of them are actually been turned into other content. So one of them is the uh, Darth Maul comic, Son of Dathomir. It was produced by Dark Horse initially, and it is, I think, the only Dark Horse comic that is canon. Um, so it's a really, really good episode. The good thing, Son of Dathomir, actually, it's a cracking comic. But it talks about Darth Maul and what happens to him since you last saw him in Season 5 of The Clone Wars before seeing him in Series 7 of The Clone Wars. That's quite interesting. It's, a, it's worth a read, I'd say. But um, this is another one. So Dark Disciple is about a character called Asajj Ventress. Now, if you've not watched The Clone Wars, you'll have no idea who Asajj Ventress is because she is a character exclusively to The Clone Wars. Now, what I'm going to do in this one is I'm not going to spoil it yet. I will at the end. I'll give you guys plenty of warning because I, because it's made by unfinished episodes of The Clone Wars, I would encourage people who enjoy The Clone Wars to read this. Or um, what I did is I got an Audible uh, trial and you get a free credit for that. And then a free credit, you can just use it on basically anything, any book, and then you get to listen to that book for whenever, for as long as you want. You don't have to have an Audible subscription to listen to the books you've purchased with your one credit. So I've got an Audible subscription now. Uh, I listen to The Tempest Runner, which is a High Republic one. I listen to Dark Disciple. I'm currently listening to a Legends book, the first Legends book I've actually ever fully uh, consumed, called Shatterpoint. It's all about Mace Windu and the Clone Wars. It's really good so far. I'm about two-thirds through it. Um, and... I'll probably do a little afterthoughts on that as well. But this one, um, as I said, I got it on Audible. It's really, really good. I recommend people check it out. But I'm going to give a little bit of spoiler stuff towards the end because the story that is interwoven is to do with Dooku, Asajj Ventress, and Quinlan Voss. And I would say that if you're a fan of Star Wars, you should know the story. But I understand that not everyone can read a three to 400-page book or listen to an audio book, which is around 13 hours long. You know, not everyone has the time for that or the resources or whatever. So I'm just going to give you guys my thoughts on it, some of the themes I enjoyed. And then right at the end, I'll give some spoiler warnings. And then I'll tell you guys what happened just for anyone who's a bit like me, who loves Star Wars and wants to generally know everything that happens in the canon where possible, but 
may not always have the time. So Dark Disciple is basically the concept is the Jedi Council. They're having such problems with Count Dooku, who's obviously the leader of the Confederacy of Independent Star Systems, who's the main person who's the clone wars are between the uh, cis and the republic and dooku is the leader of the cis even though the true leader is darth sidious who is obviously also the leader of the republic who's basically pitting both sides against each other so it can bring birth to the galactic empire and then also eventually order 66 and stuff so all past sidious's plan but dooku is the face of the separatists the jedi council decide that the best way to win this war is to assassinate count dooku which is a very un-jedi thing to do there's a lot of discussion in this and in this book obi-wan's in it quite a lot which i really enjoy but in this book they basically decide that half the council don't really want to half the council do want to because they can't find anything else because dooku does this attack that kills loads of civilians and stuff in the prologue and they decide that they are going to go ahead and assassinate Dooku. I think it was Mace Windu's idea. And they think, okay, who's the best person to do this? Quinlan Voss. So Quinlan Voss is one of the coolest characters in uh, Star Wars, especially at the prequel era. He is actually in the Clone Wars. I think he's only in a few episodes, from what I can remember. He's specifically in a two, three, or maybe four-parter. I think it's a two- or three-parter with Obi-Wan. And what he actually does is that he has a power called psychometry. Now, psychometry is a power to touch an object, and then through the Force you get a small vision. You get to see... who the last person who held it was, what happened to it before you touched it, and generally you also feel who last felt it. So, for example, if you hold the lightsaber of a Jedi who has been killed, you will then see the death of that Jedi. It's it's a really cool power. It's utilized a lot in the canon game called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order with a character called Cal Kestis, who's a very interesting power, um, very interesting character, I should say. Um, there's one or two other Jedi who I think had it, but no one majorly in the films I can recall. But Quinlan Voss, he is a dark-skinned guy with dreadlocks. He has a white strip tattoo across the middle of his face. And he is a bit of a maverick. He Most of the work he does for the Jedi is actually undercover. He is in the films. Uh, you see him in The Phantom Menace as a background character on Tatooine. Uh, I think Qui-Gon and Anakin and Jar Jar walk past him. He sat down and then... George Lucas liked the look of the extra so much he decided to use the character model for stories in the Clone Wars and he's in some other legend stuff as well he's in some Clone Wars era uh, novels and whatnot but his main thing is his power of psychometry which is cool he does a lot of undercover work um, going you know he does like drug deals and stuff and then obviously because of his power of psychometry he can touch like either stolen artifacts or drug de- like drug crates or whatever touch them find out who the last person who touched it is and then go up the chain to find you know drug bosses crime lords etc who do these things it's quite interesting it establishes that in the first chapter or two but they want him to basically go undercover and kill dooku and they suggest that he enrust the help of asajj ventress asajj ventress being the dathomirian night sister she comes from the same planet that um, darth maul does but she is a night sister the night sisters can use um force magic so it's basically the dark side of the force but using it with rituals and you know potions and all kinds of stuff just standard witchcrafty stuff but wrapped around the dark side of the force they're very interesting they're in quite a few episodes of the clone wars and they are incredibly intriguing uh they're one of my favorite dark side users in canon i actually think they're a bit more interesting than some of the sith if i'm being honest with you but they, um, she's a night sister. Her whole clan gets killed in the Clone Wars due to Dooku and Grievous. She initially was like an assassin trained up by Dooku, and then she became too powerful. So Sidious said to Dooku to kill her, and then she escaped. She's then part of the reason why Darth Maul came back because she went to Dathomir, got a night brother, uh, which is what 
Darth Maul was and then she ended up this guy went a bit mad and then fought Asajj as well he bailed then he went and found Darth Maul and that's how a whole Darth Maul storyline happens but Asajj Ventress at this point in the story is basically a bounty hunter um, there is a Clone Wars episode or two where she does work with young Boba Fett with Bosk with uh, Aura Singh and a couple of others and so she's just living a bounty hunter life and she still has uh, you know force powers and whatnot. so it makes her a very very good bounty hunter so Quinn the Moss goes off to find her and then they do some missions together. He eventually tells her that what his purpose was of finding her and then they tried to plan then they tried to plan to go and find Dooku and to kill him. Now, this isn't a spoiler. You watch Count Dooku die in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, so you know that they fail. Like in broad strokes um, which did take away a little bit from the, the book I would say because the whole time you're listening you're like well I know for a fact they're going to fail you know even when there's times where it looks like they're going to succeed it's like well I, I know they can't so that did take away from it a small amount but it was still a really really enjoying book because you get some closure with the Night Sisters and you get a, an inside look on what it's like on Dathomir and you get so much more backstory of Asajj Ventress and really delves deep into her uh, personality I mean the only other story I'd say that gives this much weight to her character is a story called Dooku Jedi Lost it's an audio drama so you could listen to it on Audible as well and it's about Asajj Ventress and Dooku and it's mainly about Dooku's fall to the dark side and like his interactions with Qui-Gon and mainly about him and Sifo Diaz who's the Jedi Master who commissioned the clone army allegedly um, it was actually Dooku but I'm not going to get into that here but yeah it's a really interesting Clone Wars era tale about some of the horrors that Dooku does some of the stuff that the Jedi actually did that is really not Jedi-like and further evidencing the fall of the Jedi which is what the prequels are meant to be showing they're meant to be showing that the Jedi becoming generals and getting so heavily embroiled in politics over that of being moral just was good so it's those sort of things it's really interesting thematically Obi-Wan's in it is good um, the voice actor's pretty good in it who reads it out I think it's narrated by Mark Thompson but I think the writer of the book is Christy Golden and yeah, it's, it's a really, really good story. The pacing's really cool. There's some cool action scenes. There's some really interesting characters that come into it. But learning so much about Quinlan Voss and Asajj Ventress is really, really good. And Quinlan Voss, you know, to beat Dooku, Asajj tells him he has to tap into the dark side. He has to do that to be able to have a one-up on Dooku, which is one of the reasons Dooku always escapes. And what's interesting about that is that's correct, because the only person to ever fully best Dooku in a duel aside from one that is that happens in the story, is Anakin Skywalker in episode three when he channels the dark side and beats Dooku and then obviously decapitates him in front of Palpatine and stuff. But it's quite interesting that that is basically the reason Dooku wins. He's an, he's an incredibly talented duelist. He was trained directly by Yoda and he obviously trained up Qui-Gon Jinn. So he's a very powerful force user and it is just interesting that Asajj Ventress is actually right at the end of the day. But it's a really, really good story. I, I really enjoyed it, apart from the glaring plot thing of which happens anytime something is a prequel, um, which it technically is. But it, it just worked really well. I thought the everything about it was just a really good book. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it a lot more than I actually thought I would because I already knew the story. I knew the ending. I thought this isn't going to be as good, but I really like Clone Wars era content. I, I really enjoy that. That's, the prequels are probably my favourite era in Star Wars due to the amount of manipulation, the amount of Jedi that are about. Just there's so much going on that I really enjoy. Even before the Clone Wars. Like I do like quite a lot of stuff pre-Clone Wars. It's just the Jedi, when they thought they were at their height, when reality they weren't. Whereas, you know, you go back to the High Republic, which is in the books and the comics at the moment, that I've done a lot of book reviews for, 
that set 200 years before the Phantom Menace, and that's when the Jedi were truly at their height. And it shows, you know, the High Republic is meant to show how the Jedi transitioned from High Republic Jedi to the prequel era Jedi and stuff. But yeah, so that's just my general thoughts. I would say if you enjoy the Clone Wars series, I would really recommend this novel or audiobook or however you want to consume it, really. It is really, really enjoyable. But I am now going to say this is the warning. Um, well, actually, no. I'll say my rating for it. I can't remember if I did this in the comic ones, but regardless. Out of ten, I think it's a, it's a seven and a half. Maybe an eight. It, somewhere between a seven and a half and an eight. Because I think, I think really it's probably an eight. Because it's just the fact that you know Dooku doesn't die really ruins certain moments and that's nothing to do with Christy Golden who's the writer or Mark Thompson who does the narration nothing against them because obviously I said listen to the audiobook so that's how I experienced it nothing against them especially not Christy Golden who did such a great job uh, at doing it but um, yeah it was really good and just spoilers just for people who want to know uh, this is your spoiler warning I'm just going to say basically Quinn and Voss fall to the dark side because of Asajj Ventress then she then he goes off to fight Dooku, basically loses. Uh, then Dooku captures him, tortures him, turns him to the dark side even further. He becomes like a puppet of evil, in essence. And then he comes back. Um, Asajj manages to do a, do a rescue, saves him. He comes back to the light, or so it seems. Uh, he's secretly feeding information to Dooku, which makes him have an upper hand in the war. And then Asajj and Quinlan Voss try and go kill Dooku. Once again, they fail. And then Asajj sacrifices herself to save Quinlan when Dooku is about to kill Quinlan Voss and then Dooku goes then Quinlan Voss goes back to the light uh, and then I think in canon we don't know anything else that happens about Quinlan Voss so that is basically the story in short there's loads more to it than that there's so many cool uh, moments in Dathomir and there's so many other elements of the story that I think are really good but I really really appreciate that I really like characters who aren't just good all the time i like it when they fall to the dark or on their borderline you know they become more human so i really like that element of the story so if you like hearing about dark side stories that are canon and you want to hear more information and a nice closure story to asajj Ventress and quinlan voss and more clone eras content clone wars era content then i would really really recommend this story but um yeah that's basically it guys I, that's my thoughts nice and rambly while i'm driving i hope the audio sounds good obviously i'll clean it up in post so i hope it sounds good but uh tell me what you think if anyone uh, if you have read this if you are now going to just let me know what you actually thought of not only asajj Ventress, but also if you know anything about quinlan voss and just uh, anything to do with clone wars or star wars open up a conversation with me you know how much i love talking about that sort of tomfoolery but anyway guys thank you so much for listening as always i appreciate all of you especially being patrons and giving me money i hope it's worth it and uh, yeah i'm hoping to do another one of these with shatterpoint which is a legends novel which is going to be quite intriguing to do but yeah thanks guys let me know what you thought and i'll talk to you soon The intro for Star Wars Comics and Canon is arranged by myself, Mike Burton, and the backing music was made by Eric Matias of soundimage.org. You have just experienced host, creator, everything else of genuine chit-chat, and also the host and creator of Star Wars Comics and Canon, found on the Comics in Motion podcast, Mike Burton.